is ZooCast with Jazz and Laura. Here we are, new week into the podcast. I'm and I'm excited as well because something that we chatted about last week on the podcast intro it really grew legs and that's what featured loads this week on the show so i love how the podcast has given life to the actual show this week by the way if you only listen to the podcast and you don't listen to the show maybe you've you've found our podcast totally random through a series of other podcasts first of all thank you but the reason we have a podcast is because we have a main radio show in which the podcast is like a little son of it's live on Spin 1038 in Dublin and Spin Southwest in the southwest of Ireland. Or if you're not in Ireland, go on to spin1038.com or spinsouthwest.com and you can listen to us Monday to Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. GMT. And in a week time, it'll be 7 to 10 p.m. BST. Laura Bracken, BST stands for? Oh, why can't I hear you? I cannot hear you. Laura's can you on. hear me now? Yes, I can. Uh, do you know what it was? I muted my Zoom. That was a bit silly of me, wasn't silly, it? Silly, silly, silly. Silly, silly. I said BST stands for British Summertime. Yes, correct. Well done, it oh, does. What a guess of three words. Uh, yeah, welcome along to the podcast, the ZooCast. The best bits of the Zoo crew, plus a little extra, a little spice at the start. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and um, what, we're, what I was talking about there is that the thing that we spoke about in the podcast intro last week was the whole post Posting a letter with no, um, with not a lot of address info on it, because I had received. If you listened to the podcast last week, you will have heard all this. But I received a letter last week into the office, and it was like the address was almost all there. But the person who wrote it was like Diggs Lane, I think, and it got here. So <laughs> um, that was that was a, a big chunk of this week. Uh, on the show, and you'll hear it as you go through the podcast. But it's a lot of fun. The the package is currently gone out of our hands. Yeah, so we are trying to send a, a spin parcel to a lucky listener. And um, yeah, I'm interested to see if it'll actually reach its destination because I think we spent a lot of this week without giving away too much information. But we did, um, I suppose, wonder about the inner workings of On Post and the postal service here in Ireland mm. and just, just how, how things get from A to B. Like, is it machines? Of course, we have actual humans delivering our posts. But like, how, like what, what's the in-between from when we put it in the post box? And when it goes to somebody's gaff, you know, we want to know. But um, yeah, a lot of hard-hitting questions, I think, were answered on the old Zoo Crew surrounding posts this week. So what's going to happen next week on the show? Something that we talk about here on the podcast intro of last week. And like, I, I feel that could be a, that could be a fun um, a fun way for our ideas to come about. Something that yeah. gets spoken about, like kind of on a whim on the podcast intro next week. Like, we'll do that on the air. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we're kind of setting ourselves up for a little bit of um, a bit of a fail here because, <laughs> no, yeah. kind of, cause like that, like I think I think the best content does happen organically, and yeah. I know that sounds really cheesy, but it it's does. true. Like some of our best things we've done have kind of come from other things or like failed things or things that we want to make better. Yeah, um, and it's about kind of taking things that extra step. But speaking of extra steps, I <laughs> oh wow, this week was a big one. I think I'm going to need like an ice bath for the rest of the week. Yeah. To be honest. Again, you'll hear all this in the podcast for for this week. That's gonna that's gonna start playing now in a couple of minutes. But uh, step challenge between us as part of lockdown leaders on the show, and you're in bits.com. I am in bits.com. I'm absolutely wrecked. Um, I think I didn't think I was too much of a stubborn person, but I now this week just confirms just how stubborn I can be when it comes to certain topics and certain things in my life. Um, but yeah, like I. 
yeah, I, I, I'm a stubborn person. I don't want to give away too much because I, it was a, it was a good reveal. But uh, let's just say, Jazz, we are two stubborn, stubborn people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm very stubborn. But I think, I think I had just accepted defeat somewhat early on, so I didn't go out of my way. Although I don't know, I did go for big water today. Again, you'll hear all this uh, in the podcast. But yeah, um, what was I going to say there? Oh yeah, so th- things that, that happen organically and stuff. We'll give you a bit of insider radio info here. So obviously like, we we plan things to do on the show, funny ideas, mm. but often stuff does just pop up like last minute. We're like, hey, let's do this. So if you listen to the show regularly, you know, like usually the first thing we'll do on the show will like tell a story of something that's happening to us or happening in the world and we'll we'll kind of ask out if anyone has any like stories funny stories that has happened to them to you that are kind of similar maybe like I don't know I'm trying to think of something we did this week and I can't remember but like you know these things they they take planning and that's what we would plan before the show and that sort of stuff but it's all fun it's all good stuff and then I think it was yesterday or whatever Laura and I were you know, texting back and forth to try and think of a few ideas. <laughs> and obviously yeah. we're we're not in the same place. Laura's at home, I'm in the studio and and we were texting about about Wi Fi and Wi Fi names because you'd seen a funny TikTok about people that have funny tic, uh, Wi-Fi names and you're like oh this could be fun to do and uh, mm. I was like oh yeah sure let's do it or whatever and then and then um, we didn't we hadn't filled it in on our on our plan on our running order for for last night's show so I no. just I just kind of stuck it in for the first half of the show <laughs> for the first half hour I've been like look we'll talk about it and in my head I was like we'll ask people for funny Wi-Fi names and, and that sort of stuff then literally 30 seconds to go before the show starts. <laughs> no, and, and uh, it was more like two minutes. It wasn't 30 seconds. Well, it started I to... I texted you about two or three minutes before the show being like, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's true. And then I came into the studio and I set up your audio feed from home and then we were like, what are we actually doing? Because there was just a breakdown in communication. I thought we were mm. going to do it and ask listeners for stories and that sort of crack. You're like, oh, I, don't, I actually don't know if that'll work because, you know, like I'd, I've never heard of someone changing Wi-Fi and I was like, and then yeah. the clock was ticking and it was literally 30 seconds before the show intro <laughs> played and I was like, well, this has to happen now because I thought we were doing I, this, you thought different. I was like, we don't have time to plan it now. So I was like, let's just do it and see what happens. And it turned I, out to be gas. It turned out to be great. It was honestly one of my favourite things I think we've actually done on the show. It was really creative and really fun. Like, we got some in, in some great answers, but I, I was just saying, I really hope that our boss isn't listening to the podcast this week. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you didn't have the show planned until 30 <laughs> seconds before? But you know what? It's just a classic example of sometimes things don't need to be planned within an inch of their life. And yeah. if you just kind of go with the flow, although it is good to have some kind of plan because when the mics go up, something has to come out of your mouth. Yeah. And, you know, you get away with a certain amount of garbage, I think a small percentage of garbage per show. But if, if that percentage keeps going up and up and up, we are in trouble. No, you know, I've, I've, I've actually often thought about, oh shit, sorry, I pressed the wrong button. I've often thought about what would happen if we planned nothing for the show. So again, obviously if you're a regular listener to the show, three hours long a lot of content goes into it Mm. and like it takes a while to plan because there has to be the right amount of stories about our lives topical things of stuff going on in the world um, planning all our this is a a classic case of something organically happening are you trying to say that next Friday is good Friday and we don't make a plan oh my god I I, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna go there but 
Oh. Maybe. I, that could be fun. But I, and again, so planning all the games, planning all the parts of the show where we want you to, to ring us on the phone, send in your voice notes, all that sort of crack. And it takes a while to plan. It's a lot of content. Like if you're listening to this and you're into radio, into podcasting, into media... Like this is the thing This is stuff I listen to on podcasts And it gets me going Because I'm really into it I'm sure like yeah. Laurie is saying But it gets you going So like A lot of I'm not comfortable with uh, Admitting to what gets me going On this podcast <laughs> Tune in maybe for a few more episodes yeah. we, what, we might get a bit looser What gets me going is Audio and uh, And media <laughs> Content plans <laughs> But it does And so I've often wondered if we didn't plan a three hour show and that's a lot of content and we had to just do the show like what would end up happening because again like we obviously don't plan the podcast intro because that doesn't need to be it's good to just shoot the You can probably tell we absolutely don't plan this part of the podcast Yeah but this is good because you get to just shoot the shit and see what happens but again I don't know it's somewhat entertaining sometimes when you don't know what's going to happen so I I often wonder what would happen if we planned none of the show and and like we just had to do it like would it be good would it be better would it be worse so I am up for the challenge I mean if this is something that could happen down the line but you know I think the beauty is is we just we don't say when it's happened so we could be in the middle of a show that is absolutely not planned and we have to like give <laughs> off the illusion that it is planned I think that's the beauty in in, in being a, 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 a what's the word an experienced broadcaster <laughs> yeah. just going with the flow oh god um, well I feel I feel like now that you've mentioned Good Friday, I feel like we should do it again. And uh, we won't mention this anywhere but right now because if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> I feel that you're you're invested in the show and mm. you you care about the show that enough to listen to the podcast. So for that, we thank you and to reward you, we'll we'll say maybe perhaps next week will be Good Friday. I think. Yeah, but guess what? You you won't know if we're doing it or not. Yeah, You'll just have exactly. To tune in yeah. And assume. We, we we may or may not do this on Good Friday next week. Again, we say that because Good Friday is sometimes a company day for a lot of places. Um, a lot of places are off work. You and I and, and a lot of the people here in Spain will be getting the day off and they'll just be like, you know, 10 spin hits in a row during the day. We said we'd both work it. So we're going to be in and like yeah. there's going to be no first play on Friday because our music director's off. So like it's going to oh be... Oh God, ju- it's a three hour show. It's a three hour <laughs> show. And uh, so I feel that... And again nobody's going to be in so I feel that could be a day that we will get away with stuff so maybe oh, yeah. maybe on Good Friday we'll this, these sheets here that, that say Zoo Crew Jazz and Laura running order Friday 20, the, that'll be the 2nd of April maybe yeah. this will just be a blank sheet and we'll be shooting the shit for ter, uh, for three hours Will it be a Good Friday or a terrible Friday? We'll <laughs> or a, lo- or a Lose Our Jobs Friday yeah, I mean, the the opportunities are endless. We don't know what's going to happen. Oh, that's exciting! But uh, yeah, I'd be up for it. I love how we're like. I wonder what we could talk about next week. I'm, oh wait, we have it. We have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Are, just, we are just like verbal diarrhea of great ideas. Hey, hey, that's uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, something to look forward to, Laura. Five days on air next week, but only a four day working week. <laughs> oh, <brilliant>. Sign me up. <laughs> right, well, you'll have to tune in on Good Friday as, and to see yeah. if you can figure it out. By the way, if you're listening to this right now and you're going to listen to the show on Good Friday and you're and you're listening on Good Friday and you remember this, 
text mm. us during the show 087 yeah. and say oh my god guys is this it is this the totally unplanned show are you doing it I think you are I think you aren't because that'll be fun yes. to know and also it'll tell us as well if you have been listening to the podcast and then listen to the show love all this stuff gets me going gets me going I am Gone. Is that what they say? Well, yeah, we yeah, you're gonna be gone now because you're in bits, you're gonna get a Mackie D's and I'm going to have oh, oven I, pizza Fridays. Um, I have literally been like drooling over the menu for the last fifteen minutes. I am so excited. Uh, okay, right, enjoy the podcast and be listening on Good Friday because who knows what's gonna happen. Who knows? <laughs> See you then. Bye. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. You might be aware of a little Friday ritual that I've been um, having for myself for the last little while and that is Oven Pizza Fridays Listen we're in lockdown there is no end in sight you need to get your thrills where you can Jazz mm. and if that means having an oven pizza every single Friday you go home after yeah. the show then that is okay And I've been loving it I really have um, Side note here when I was on the way home from the show on Friday like I didn't have my pizza in the gaff before I went to work so obviously I was leaving here at like 10 o'clock on Friday driving home and I was looking for like a a place to stop to get the pizzas and I didn't want to go to the usual garage that I go to to get them because I've literally been in there every Friday at 10 o'clock <laughs> for the past five weeks. I wanted to freshen it up for the last... Uh, they for, were probably expecting you. Yeah, they probably were. So I, I decided to pass that place and go somewhere else and then I, I, I absolutely shot myself in the foot because there was nowhere open and I was driving I had to drive like past my house around do loops and all and no joke at one stage there was a guard car behind me and I guarantee he was following me because he, he thought I was driving suspiciously because I was like you know when you're like looking <laughs> for somewhere and you're kind of like yeah. going slow to see if you can see a shop I, I was getting ready to, to, to be pulled over and say I'm actually on the hunt for oven pizzas thankfully the guard wasn't following me for that long but I was so nervous <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> uh, but I, I stuck up the poll and uh, the poll of the two pizzas I got as I do on my Instagram on Fridays and I got I went for tin base Goodfellas pepperoni which is like the usual but I always get a pepperoni in there and then I didn't want to go there wasn't a huge selection where I got the pizzas and I didn't want to go for just a margarita I, f- I fancied something a little bit different and I never usually go for these but I decided to get a veg a vegetable pizza oh. Yeah, that's I I do enjoy a vegetable pizza, but that's a very interesting choice for you because you are a meat lover. Yeah, I am, but there, like I said, there wasn't big selection. So the pepperoni and then the Goodfellas tin base, char grilled vegetable and pesto pizza. Ooh. Put up the poll. Oh, pesto. Put up the poll. Oven pizza Fridays. I said pepper veg. Naturally, what do you think was the bigger result in the poll? Oh, this is tough. Naturally, I would have said pepperoni because I feel like that's the standard. Yeah. Because there was pesto involved, pesto, I feel, could take could take the win here. Nah, well, you, no, you'd be wrong. It was pepperoni took the win in the poll, 84%, oh. of which I'm not surprised. However, I have to say, the char-grilled vegetable and pesto pizza was... Uh, top notch it was absolutely delicious and like that there was no meat involved and I hate having pizza with no meat and it was absolutely delicious for weeks on end I've been banging on about this lovely pizza that I like to get in my local supermarket that is just veg it's, it's like four <laughs> different types of tomatoes with mozzarella and um pesto and you're like ah no 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 you need the meat you need the meat you won't try it and now you might finally listen to me I'm telling you this is the nicest pizza I've ever had it's a real thin and crispy base 
See, Jazz, sometimes you don't need the meat. Sometimes veggies are okay. Maybe I'll have to take your advice. I mean, Oven Pizza Friday is only four days away. Hey. <laughs> it's on the way. <laughs> I'm counting down the days. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. And uh, now last week on the podcast, on the Zoocast, you may have listened to it. You may have heard us. Uh, we were talking about post and more specifically when post gets to its final destination without having all the details. You know when you write a letter to someone or you send them a parcel about their first name, their surname, the address of the house, if the house has a name or a house number, you put that on, the old air code that yeah. goes on it as well. That, that helps get the parcel where it needs to be. Um, but like, I would be fascinated to see how many parcels or how many letters actually get delivered without like just with just with the bare minimum of information yeah if you're listening to the podcast last week uh, you can listen at, at any stage you like by the way it's all of our best bits along with some extras as well the zoo cast wherever you be podcasting it's I up there I recommend it <laughs> um, but we were talking about it because <laughs> I got a letter here into work and it was addressed and only like some of the work address was on it and the person actually wrote I think beside the address being like oh I wish I knew <laughs> but it got here and that got us talking being like yeah. sometimes it does happen when and I'm, I'm pretty sure it just comes down to postmen being really skilled and really good at their job that like even if someone doesn't know the full address they just know what they mean and I don't know the actual rates of success like what what the, the sender really means versus if the postman knows exactly what they're talking about I'm sure the rates are high because I've heard stories yeah. of postmen just getting it right when they don't, like, there isn't a house number or a name or a location. They're like, do you know what? I know that family or I've heard of that family. Yeah. And it just they just get it right. Well, think about it, right? When you deliver post, right, you're given the same area day in, day out. So it's up to you to kind of, like, know what the area is like, who's living where. And I is know that, that can true? be a little bit more difficult. Is that true day. for oh, postmen? So. Like, do postmen well, have, have a zone that you're always working in? That's interesting, actually. Oh, I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah, I have, I, have the, I have the same postman all the time. Really? Yeah. And actually, my friend's dad is a postman, and I'm pretty sure he gets the same area all the time as well. I must ask, must ask him. But yes, yeah, so I, I presume that, like, you know, you are given an area, that, and then you kind of get to know that area inside out. So it wouldn't be unusual if the postman knows yeah. that you live where you do. Do you know that way? Yeah, or be he'd be familiar with the family from over the years, therefore any like distant relations or whatever he's heard of or, mm. or seen the car in the driveway. So they've known what they're talking about. But if there's any post people listening right now, please enlighten us because I've never even thought about the zones before. Like, is that your hood? Do you do the same route every day? And and is that is that near where you live? Do you deliver your own post? There's so much about post. <laughs> I've never talked. I've never thought about. But Imagine it actually interests me. That would be so funny. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, there's so many questions. I'd love. I'd, lo- I'd actually love like when when COVID restrictions lift. I would love to do work experience in a post office. I, yeah. I am beyond fascinated. Like seriously, I just like there's so many questions like that. Um, I would love to know. Or do you ever ha- miss a, um, a package delivery and sh- and you have to go to the sorting office to, to find it? Yeah. And like and or or get it because you've missed the delivery, or whatever. I'm always like people in the windows trying to see in the back, like what's the process. I'm just so interested by it. <laughs> so if there's any post people listening right now, uh, enlighten us as to. The, the zones do you work the same zone and then also um, if you've ever had a letter either you've sent a letter or you've received a letter and it, it's had like the bare minimum of an address on it but it's still gotten to where it needs to go we'd love to, to know about it and hear the story 087 711 1038 The Zoo Cast with Jazz and Laura
we are absolutely intrigued and bamboozled by by the post service we're really just fangirling right now over post men and women I know I would love to know and they, like honest to god like I would love to know what goes on inside a post office as well the sorting office like you know like how do they know where all the post goes is it a robot <laughs> is it a group of people that work there that say right that one's going to Dublin that one's going to Limerick like how do you know where the post is to yeah. go oh it's mad like, I wish we knew more and we're talking about it because we were talking about this whole thing in the intro of our podcast last week and it's just like it, when when a, a letter gets delivered to where it needs to go when a full address isn't there like if it's just the road or the street or the rough area like that's postmen and women doing such a good job and being so Amazing. good at what they do that it gets it gets sent there so um, we're we're just really asking for stories about postmen and women and, yeah. and when this has happened uh, Robert's been in touch there was actually a story if I'm not wrong in Iceland where the person didn't know the address so they just drawn like the streets and the location sort of um, of the house where it had to go and it got there uh, if I remember what it made uh, worldwide news yeah and Robert has also linked the wow. article he found it and I'm looking at it here so the person did literally just like typed or wrote out country Iceland city wherever it was and drew a map of like there's a lake this person knows there's a couple of roads going left and right and up and down but just circling where the house is with a little arrow saying here and the, and it got delivered that's just people being like oh sure sure I know I know the, the house beside the lake after the left after the right oh yeah it'll get there I I would be screwed. I have no artistic ability whatsoever. I would literally have to print off a photograph of the map and stick it on the front because they wouldn't like that would never see the light of day if I was straught. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. And we are wondering as well about zones. Like, is it the same postmen and women work in the same zones, or do you get sent to a I different area each day? Uh, this is coming through on WhatsApp. How you doing? Just listening to the radio there now. Um, I'm a Fastway Couriers franchise owner, and basically they get given the same areas all the time. And on post is fairly similar. A lot of their runs are all the same areas they'll have a couple of runs here and there that where different drivers will fill in two days a week and so on but 80% of them the postman will be the postman for that area and I'd love to give you the credit and mm. say your name and thank you for sending that WhatsApp in but I can see that your name on WhatsApp is literally just Parcel Taxi so thank you Mr Parcel <laughs> for that message but there you go the zones and the regular zones are a thing that's good to know yeah and I, I would well believe it because every single morning like around half past eight our post comes through our door and it's always the same postman and like there's a couple of times we're like well not, not so much anymore but like when he used to be able to go on holidays or you take time off you'd be like oh it's a new postman today yeah this one didn't close the gate the other one closes the gate <laughs> and you can always tell that there's a new postman on but um, yeah no I'd well believe it that they because that we We've had the same one for years. You've had the same postman for years, but you had a different one there. Christmas, you were telling me during the songs that you were uh, you were wishing oh. he was you were wishing he was delivering your post. <laughs> he wasn't our regular our regular postman. He was um I think he was one that was kind of brought in to do extra deliveries of like heavier parcels. Yeah, and uh, he had a van. He was a postman with a van. Yeah, he was very friendly, very nice man. Yeah, and and tell us why you were <laughs> peeping out the blinds at him. <laughs> Ah, he was lovely. <laughs> he, he, he was a lovely temp postman and you were like, oh, that's mine. Those letters, they're mine. They're not really, but come yeah. over here. I, I spent a lot of money in December, I'll tell you that. A lot of parcels were coming to my house. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. If you've been listening to the show for quite a while, 
You might have heard me speak about the smell that sometimes presents itself in my car. Now, this has been <laughs> an ongoing problem for, I'd say, about a year and a half. And it's, it's popped its stinky head up a couple of times, let's say. I have I have a question, Jazz. Is the stink just you? Is it you getting into your car and not opening the windows and just leaving a lingering scent? No, because remember the last time we spoke about it? We, I, I, I said I honestly did think it was me for a while, and <laughs> yeah. we, I kind of, I kind of busted that myth. And honestly, when the smell is in my car, if I have anything to do with it, it actually makes the smell better. So, it's it's just, it's this really <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah, it's this really really pungent tangy smell that smells like feet mixed with farts mixed with BO and sweat and just oh. dirt and and it will it will come and be in my car especially if, if I've left it overnight and I get into it during the day for the first time like when it's been built up and the car hasn't been aired out in a while it's always worse and it will come and last for about a week or two weeks and then it will just go away but it's it's come and gone I'd say probably like between seven and ten times in the last year and a half or so and we spoke about it at length like before Christmas yeah, because because I was like Has anyone, does anyone like honestly I need help and people were saying it could be a filter it could be something to do with the clutch and I spoke to my mechanic about it he was like could be a load of different things but when I brought it up and when I was getting a service and all recently th- the smell wasn't there so he couldn't even smell it to to try and see if he knew what that yeah. like because you know people who be dealing with cars will often, often know what the different things are and smells that be smelling and oh, they didn't yeah. know and recently it's come back it's actually just we're just in the end period of, of this current smell um, episode right now <laughs> and it's just so bad and then I was out and about driving around yesterday and I was bringing home some pastries and coffees for myself and my mom to have for lunch and as I was uh, coming home turning into my estate the last turn before I like park outside my house I had my coffee in the cup holder I had my mom's coffee in one of those car trays but on the floor and just yeah. whatever way I turned the bloody corner my mom's coffee oh, no. just turned Anywhere. just turned upside down now in fairness there was a lid on it so it didn't just spill but I'd say about a third of the cup spilled out and you know when coffee dries and it has that really really weird smell it has a milky kind of smell yeah but also just a kind of coffee bean smell now I have that in my car as well as the car smell and now I can't differentiate between the two and even if the, the 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 bad smell is gone and it's not going to be here for another month or two, I now just have the coffee smell in my car. And I don't even think you can get cars cleaned at the moment. I don't know either. I don't know about the inside. No, I know the outside you definitely can because you can do that socially distant. But the weirdest part about this is the fact that the smell goes away and then comes back for a I couple know. of weeks. Like it's on some kind of like cycle. <laughs> I know. Like it's very, it's so weird. It's almost, it's almost like a rota. But like we're yeah. going to be smelly for a week and then we're not going to be smelly for three weeks. Like, that's it. That's just so weird. Like, So are you taking note of when it's smelly? Because it could be something to do with the 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 weather. Like is it is it worse when the weather is hot or when the weather is cold? I thought that was a thing last summer and then I again I, I, I busted that myth in the winter when it was rainy and cold and it still popped up like there is no logical explanation for this I feel like it's that episode of Top Gear where Jeremy Clarkson has literally put a dead fish or something in Richard Hammond's oh. car under the bonnet and he's like what's that smell and it's a it's a decomposing corpse I feel like that's what's going on 
it's the strangest thing ever. Oh, that is gross. Yeah. I think you just need to get an air freshener and just keep the windows open. Hope for the best. I bloody wish an air freshener was sorted. I have about 50 hanging from the, the mirror. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Last night on the show, though, Jazz and I, we expressed our interest and our admiration from the po- for On Post, the post service that does be happening. And you know what, Jazz? I don't think it was any coincidence that at half eight this morning, I was woken up to letters coming through my door from my local postman. Hey. Yeah, and we I were. was like, this, this, this is a great turn of events. <laughs> Shock horror. Postman <laughs> comes every damn day. No, but we were At saying. At the same it, time. <laughs> but we were saying that it's just a. It's, we're, we don't know enough about it and. And not just on post, but like delivery services and couriers and everyone. Like, first of all, do they work in zones? Like, do they always serve the same area, which we found out they do a lot of the time? And then we're just saying, like, isn't it amazing how sometimes there can be like minimal, minimal information on the address of an envelope and somehow the postman or woman will get the letter to where it needs to go? Like, even if it just has a bloody family name. And and a and a rough town like the postman will know whereabouts or know the next person to know and yeah. and just by by being so good at their job they'll get it to where it needs to go and uh, Robert had texted in a uh, story from Iceland where someone just literally drew a map of where a house was in relation to a lake and they and the letter got there like it's amazing it's so amazing you have to admire that level of creativity as well where it's just like instead of writing the address I'm going to stick the map on it but then my, my theory actually now that I think about it if they knew the address for the map surely they could have just written the the address on it no? Well maybe they just knew what it looked like or didn't or or only had an atlas where they they, they, they didn't know the number or the roads or whatever they just knew mm. the, the look of the geographical landscape you know it's mad Maybe but Yeah maybe w- we were thinking about this further and we want to put this to the test ourselves. So we're going to make a package. We're going to fill it with spin merch, whatever we can find in the office. And we want to send it to you, to someone who wants to be our guinea pig. But the thing is, we're not just going to get your address and put it on it because that will obviously work. We're going to put like minimal info We'll leave out certain bits of it. We'll only put some sort of uh, specific areas and names and that sort of crack. We're going to leave out a good bit of of the detail and see if it gets there. We have faith in the post service and we want to see if it'll work. And we think it will, but we need you to get involved for it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to be our little guinea pig and you want us to send you um, a little package full of spin merch, all you got to do is just WhatsApp us in right now, but don't give us your address. That's mm. not what we want. Just WhatsApp us in right now, 087-711-1038 and just say, pick me, right? Yeah. And we will pick one person at random and we will we will test this out because I've never sent a parcel where I don't have every single little detail on that envelope to ensure it gets there. So I want to test this and see how far can a, per- can a parcel get yeah. with the most minimal Minimal information. Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Laura, what's going on? Why y'all am- <laughs> embarrassed? I'm so embarrassed. I am absolutely mortified. So technology is not my friend. Okay, so this afternoon, um, I had to give a, a little talk, a little careers talk. So I was kindly invited back um, by my guidance counsellor of my old secondary school. And uh, it was like the fifth year careers day. And I was so, so excited to be doing a chat because honestly, I, I, I was one of those people. I loved school. So anytime the school messaged me, I'm like, hey, you want to do a talk? I'm like, 110%, sign me up. So obviously the thing... 
got a little bit off to a rocky start as always you know even though we've been working from home for a year zoom still is not our friends and i clicked into the zoom link and i was waiting there for a couple of minutes until i was finally admitted into the room and then like i was was on for about a minute and then zoom just crashed and i was like oh okay that's a bit weird so i went back in again and then it wasn't working like you know you know when when there's a host that has to like let you in i was there for like five minutes and i was like oh god i hope they can see that i'm still there i hope they don't think that i just chickened out and didn't want to (laughs) do it anymore and now i'm hiding behind my bed anyway so i sent i sent a message to the guidance guys i was like hey i'm just in the little i'm just in the waiting room whenever you guys are ready i'll be here and she's like no problem and then i get a message back like we're having a few technical difficulties would you mind if i switched you over to microsoft teams i was like no problem i use teams on a daily basis it'll be fine Anyway, so that was fine. Got a new link, got set up, and then I started my chat. Chatting away, blah, 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 blah. And then I was warned before the end of the chat. They were like, look, there's going to be a Q&A at the, bot- at the end. If, if you don't get asked any questions, don't feel under any pressure to fill the time. Just say thank you and dip out. And yeah. that's exactly what I did. There was no questions coming through. So when it came to the end, I was like, right, well, that's me now. Thanks a million. All <laughs> the best, see you now. And uh, I X'd out of it. And then I messaged my, my old teacher and I was like, thank you so much for having me. I was absolutely delighted. Yeah, did it go well? How did you find the yeah, speaking? Yeah, like it went. It was amazing. I mean, like, you know, I, I would have been a bit worried if I found the whole speaking thing a little bit difficult as yeah. I do it every night on the radio. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it went quite well. I mean, probably the best presentation of my life to date. Okay. If only there was marks going for it, I probably would have got an yeah, A. Yeah, that's saying something. Um, and then I got... <laughs> and then this is where it takes a turn. So... I to put this into perspective, I had been chatting for about 30, 35 minutes and the end was quiet, but I was expecting it to be a bit quiet. And then I get a message back saying, would you believe what happened? You won't believe what happened. We had a power cut. So we lost you about 10 minutes into the chat. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, we lost you. Now, I am absolutely mortified because as far as I'm concerned, Microsoft Teams was still running. I was still giving the best presentation of my life to what I assumed or what I imagined was probably about 30 or 40 students. And there is no one there. Oh no! I was chatting away for 35 minutes non-stop all about working in media oh, and what I did in no. college and no one was there to watch it. And I just thought at the end, oh, people are just quiet. That's okay. That is absolutely fine. Oh no, literally nobody was there and oh. I didn't notice and I am mortified. Well, do you know... Look, it was nobody's fault. Technology let us down. No no bother. But I was just like, how did I not cop it? I am absolutely scarlet. Yeah, <laughs> like how was there nothing in between when you started the power cut happening and then you finishing that like there was no warning, there was no telltale signs of, of a problem. So you were literally talking to an empty Zoom room full of your yeah. your life story and, and your story into yeah. media oh no <laughs> like, like it didn't crash like nothing like it was exactly the same there was no saying this meeting has ended like there was no signal as far as I was concerned everyone was there oh. I don't know probably the biggest glitch in history but like I, I, I really feel like it's one of the most embarrassing things but you know what in a way I'm kind of like at least no one was there to yeah. witness my embarrassment this is true by myself this is true well what we want to do tonight <laughs> on the show is to to take some of the embarrassment burden off Laura we want you to get in touch with us right now get us on text or whatsapp 87 1038 when have you absolutely publicly humiliated yourself if you've just if you've totally mortified yourself maybe it was during a public speaking thing a college presentation a zoom presentation re- recently <laughs> if you have publicly embarrassed yourself by doing whatever it is we'd love to hear from you Zoocast with Jazz and Laura
these make me feel a little bit better about my life. <laughs> Annie says, I was doing a presentation via Microsoft Teams and I had no idea. I was unmuted. I was talking to myself saying how this, is co- how this course is boring and no one would be interested in my presentation because no. I never listened to anyone else's. About 170 people heard me and the lecturer messaged me on Teams saying to mute my mic until I'm ready to speak. Oh, that is so embarrassing. I'm still really paranoid about the whole mute button. I don't fully trust that it's ever off. Yeah, I I know. I don't believe it. Always listening. Always listening. Always listening. Always. Claire, (laughs) welcome to the show. Tell us about how you were mortified. Oh, Jazz, this is is really bad. Laura, yours doesn't have a patch on mine. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm excited. Oh, drum roll. So here we go. I'm like 10, 11 years of age. I'm standing in the middle of a church full of people. It's confirmation time. I have to sing a solo Latin song. Oh. And I'm already literally knees knocking off each other. And I'm up on the altar. Oh. And I'm and next I pull a blank. And I can't remember the rest of the Latin song. And I just screamed into the microphone. Teacher, teacher, I can't remember the words. <laughs> and I literally... <laughs> ran off the altar and ran out but the worst thing is it was Nicky Burns confirmation <laughs> and like I think he learned from my mistakes now he's now the professional going don't do what Claire did don't do what Claire did oh my god so so first of all it's a Latin song for your confirmation not only yeah. like not only do you not just forget the words and stay silent you scream into the microphone saying I've forgotten the words then you leg it out I know I completely forgot the microphone was there and I was looking at the teacher going teacher teacher <laughs> and then I was like realised I shouted out into the microphone like 500 people going oh my god and I was like I'm out of here and I just ran out of the church do you know what Claire though it's a great story to be able to tell like I can't remember really much from my confirmation day the fact that you have a funny story just makes it amazing I know and I do now, like I have friends with Nikki growing up, like so he came up to me, you know, and he was so embarrassed, and he's like, "Don't worry about it, you're proud." <laughs> he was so cool about it. Do you remember any of the uh, lyrics of the Latin song now? Yeah, it's called Veni Something. Oh, there you go. I mean, I mean, the the airways are yours. Take it away. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Claire, that is gas. I can't remember the words. <laughs> you're gas, Claire. We'll talk to you again. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. This day was looming and the day has loomed. What's happening? What has loomed? It's sad at home at the moment. It's sad for me. It's sad for my mom. But most of all, it's sad for Zinc, our dog. What's going on? Like I said a couple of weeks ago, there comes a time in a dog's life when some precious things have to be taken away from him crown jewels one would say and the day came it actually happened on Monday but Zinc has been neutered castrated and his his little doggy nuts have been taken away from him Oh, oh no, is he really sad? Does he have the cone of shame? He has the cone. He he is on bed rest. Oh. Like bed rest for the next 10 days because obviously he has a wound. He has stitches that will disintegrate in the next couple of days but he can't be at the wound so he can't take him out for his walks. He's really not supposed to be oh. doing much activity and he is a dog with a lot of energy. 
so the vets were saying like look this is more going to be a task for you for the next 10 days keeping him op- occupied at home while he can't be walked and all sort of stuff I just feel so bad for him his balls are gone I know do you think he knows that they're gone <laughs> This is the thing, like, I really want to know, does he know what's going on? Because obviously, like, you know, he knows when he's in the vet. He, he, when we when we got him back on Monday, he was excited to see us. Like, and, and to be honest, I thought he was going to be absolutely zonked when we, when we got him back on Monday <laughs> afternoon before I came in here to the show. Like, because obviously he had local anaesthetic, he had general anaesthetic, he was on pain relief. So I thought, and he'd been in the vet for the full day, so I thought he was going to be zonked, like drowsy, and we'd have to be carrying yeah. him back. He was full of beans, bouncing around the place. Uh, the vet gave us pain relief to use for the first four or five days. We've been giving them that, but like, he's he's absolutely grand. It's times like these I really wish that you could talk to your animals and they could talk back because like I like you want to know like is he like is he sad? Does yeah. he know they're gone? Yeah. Is he aware? Is he okay? Yeah. But like it's just it's just mad because I, I, I couldn't imagine him ever sitting still. Like so you say he can't go out for a walk. Yeah. He can't be jumping around the place. So what are you doing to entertain him? Like are you putting on doggy cartoons? Is he watching David Attenborough? Like what's like, going on? We we give him his toys, but again he can't be like chasing the tennis balls around the sitting room because that's him running around, which obviously he's not supposed to be doing. Like he's so much energy So he's belting up and down the stairs anyway He has a massive cone around his neck So he's no spatial awareness He's absolutely bashing oh. into everything that can be bashed into And uh, buddy, like he's grand he, he doesn't seem to be in pain um, And yeah He seems to be getting on grand I just keep looking him in the eye and telling him Look you're okay you're fine He's more frustrated with the cone to be honest I don't even think he knows that his nuts are gone I'd say he's looking at you you looking into his eyes going Zink it's okay it's gonna be fine he says yeah so you can say you still have two of them yeah he's looking at me then looking down at mine being like give us a shot of yours I actually do know exactly what's going on (laughs) but if you're listening to the show over the last couple of days you'll know that Jazz and I have been absolutely fascinated uh, by the works of On Post and we're always wondering just how does po- how does post get sorted how does post get delivered are the same postmen in the same place every single day these are the questions that we want answered but we are also quite fascinated about how do obviously posts get delivered because you put the correct address on but sometimes things can get delivered with absolutely minimal information and that's what we want to put to the test right now tonight on the Zoo Crew. Yeah, we really like to discuss the hard topics on this show. So we were saying last night (laughs) that we wanted to put this to to the test and send out something, a package here from our office and our studios to someone but leave out some very critical pieces of information and see if the post men and women of this country can do their thing and get it delivered with minimal information. So the person who's helping us with that is joining us on the line right now. That is Megan. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi guys, how are you? We're good. Thank you. So the part you're playing in this is you are going to be the recipient of our package and like we said yesterday we're going to stuff a load of spin merch that we can find in the office into a little box and we're going to put some not all of your details on it and hopefully the post people of this country are going to work their magic and get it delivered to you so first with them obviously the whole point of this is we don't exactly want to know where you are but what part of the country are you in? In Nina, in Tipperary. Nina in County Tip. Okay. Yeah. Like, I have a good feeling mm. about this. I think it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. I wonder, how big is the population of Nina? Do you know off the top of your head or Jazz, do you know? 
Uh, I have no idea. They oh. fill Tesco anyway. Like. Yeah, I actually, I've been to Nina a good few times and there's a, a fantastic Tesco in it. I do know that much. <laughs> so... The, the part of this that we need your help with is so we're going to like obviously leave, leave out some information on the address part of the sticker so ideally okay. we're, we're going to either put your first name or your sur- surname Nina and then so is there anything that you can give us something a little bit interesting maybe is your house painted a funny colour or is there any any funny statues or anything of note that's near where you live that the postman might be like you know what I recognise that name that's near this thing it must be this house it's near the watchtower and the train station okay okay I think this is what we need I think that could be good enough yeah <laughs> Okay, so I think we're, we need to try this out tonight. We're going to put those little little nuggets of information on an envelope. And fingers crossed, but maybe this time next week, you could be getting yourself a nice little <laughs> lovely spin parcel. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so hopefully, like, I reckon it won't take longer than a week for it to get there. So we'll catch up with you again next week, Megan, and you can give us yeah. an update on whether or not our package with minimal information on the address label has got to you. Because all we're going to do is send it to Megan in Nina near the watchtower and that's all we're putting on it (laughs) (laughs) hey Megan thanks for being with us and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you again next week thanks so much guys bye I think we could have ourselves a winner I really feel like the postman is going to be expecting Megan to stand (laughs) outside waiting for her post to arrive I got a midweek kebab today uh, from a new place that's opened <laughs> up beside the work. Oh, it was delicious. Shout out Caspa. Caspa kebabs. And they gave me a free Capri Sun. I was buzzed with them. We started the show 30 minutes ago. I was like, oh my God, I got a free Capri Sun. <laughs> I tried to open it there five minutes into the show, realized no bloody straw on the Capri Sun. Not the lad's fault. That's fine. So I was like, here, what the hell am I going to do? I can't pour, like, I can't cut open the top of a Capri Sun. So I was like, oh, if I put your code. If I, yeah, I could, but then it's not really a Capri Sun out of the glass, you know? Half the fun is sucking the thing. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, I need wow. to. P- I need to pierce the little thing but then if I'm sucking on this Capri Sun is that kind of a little bit yucky because COVID got the wipes we have in the studio here lots of sanitizer wipes gave the Capri Sun a huge big wipe all over and then tried to pierce it with, with my teeth and suck and then it was like you know the way the, the bloody wipes are you know 90% alcohol and they taste like like the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth I was like ah oh, yeah of course the the, <laughs> the the liquid from the from the wipe is still on the Capri Sun and I was like okay this Capri Sun does not want to be drank but I've since let the wipe and the, the sanitizer dry pierced it and it's so good and you'll, just to clarify you'll hear me now. if you've just joined and you're unsure what we're talking about that is Jazz sucking on a Capri Sun in case you were confused as to what he was going on oh yeah this this is like ASMR Jazz we have we have touched on ASMR quite a lot in the show it makes me think should we start an ASMR podcast or something maybe Jazz, tell you Jazz, there, there's, a, there's an audience there for it maybe we should and if COVID has taught us anything it's that you always need to wipe it before you suck it isn't that right? yep that's exactly what COVID has taught us 100% yeah, they don't, they don't tell you that finally learning. And stay also, woke and they don't tell you that hands. in the news wash your hands no they don't uh, wash your hands stay woke and wipe it before you suck it <laughs> is there the three pieces of information you're taking from COVID times yeah. I think I think you should get that printed on t-shirt jobs just in case you ever forget <laughs> you know what I think I might and go back to the kebab lads and say hey wait till I tell you what happened with me and that Capri son I'm loving this this is creative this is genius this is funny
It absolutely is. We're getting to the bottom. We're doing a little bit of investigative journalism and also doing Jazz's favourite thing, crunching numbers while we are at it. We are talking about changing your Wi-Fi name. And this is something that was just totally not something I even thought existed. It wasn't something that was on my radar until I came across it on TikTok earlier on and people were giving out their creative Wi-Fi names have changed in their house. So, for example, drop it like it's hotspot. Why believe I can fly? Bill Clinternet. The list <laughs> goes on. Now, I you know what? I do think there probably is an increase in this because we're all at home now. We're all just using the Wi-Fi. May as well have it something as something funny and exciting, I guess. So, have you changed? the name of your Wi-Fi? That's our first question. Just let us know if you have or if you, even if you haven't. And also, if you have and you've changed to a funny name and it's being underappreciated, this is your time to shine. Let us know your funny Wi-Fi name. 87 1038 Sarah's on WhatsApp. Hi guys, my hotspot name is Drop It Like It's Hotspot, which yeah. I thought was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But every time my boyfriend hears it, he just gives me stick. <laughs> there's, definitely, <laughs> there's definitely loads of them that are being used by a lot of people. Uh, I've seen yeah. a lot of people say pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Um, Danny oh, says... yeah, that's a good one. I live with a group of lads in London and our Wi-Fi name was pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. There's loads of people who said that. Melissa, pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Uh, Michelle, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm very good, thanks. How are you? We're good, thank you. Tell us, have you changed the name of your Wi-Fi? Yeah, when Wi-Fi first came out, I changed the name of my Wi-Fi to Surveillance Van 11 just to freak out my neighbours. <laughs> oh my God, that is genius! <laughs> is it, it was still so like funny. that now? No, because we have a different one now and I don't really know how to change it now. But oh. back then it was just so funny, like, that I was younger good. then, so... Yeah, you can just imagine you'd be sitting at home, you're trying to connect. And it's funny as well if, if any neighbours were, like, you know... Too cheap, to, yeah. To, yeah, too cheap to afford their own Wi-Fi and they're trying to see if there's any like unlocked or password-free networks and they see Surveillance Van 11 and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Something's going oh, down. genius. Yeah, it was very funny, I have to say now. <laughs> so, gosh. Uh, Michelle, thanks so much. We'll talk to you no again. No problem. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, yeah, like that. I, I don't think I know how to change the name of my Wi-Fi. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how. Like, do you have to, like, log into some kind of, like, online account and then to put in a password? Like, I honestly wouldn't know. Like, I, I'm just about as tech savvy as, like, I know how to connect my phone and my computer to the Wi-Fi. That's about it. When it comes to changing names, I wouldn't be able. It's funny because, obviously, Laura's still broadcasting from home right now. And just as, <laughs> just as you said, connect my phone and laptop to the Wi-Fi, the signal went, and you sounded like a robot for a sec. <laughs> oh, mate, that was all intentional. I've also learned how to do special effects to make it sound like that my Wi-Fi doesn't work. That's all me. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Now, Jazz, this probably isn't something that you're going to admit on the radio when you know that your girlfriend is listening. But do you think about, like, your future wedding at all? Because to be honest, it's not really something that pops into my mind. And I know you like to make fun of me and say, Laura Bracken has her dress picked out in the venue and everything. I really don't. But I saw something online today that made me go, hmm, maybe, may- maybe I do want to start thinking about my wedding. This looks kind of cool. Uh, do you think about your wedding at all? <laughs> uh, to be honest... No. <laughs> no okay. that's, that's exactly the answer that I was looking for. Maybe this might change your mind. Um, I saw an article online today um, where a woman was kind of like, she was in one of these kind of forum websites and she was asking people what is something that they're doing at their wedding that isn't exactly traditional. That's a little bit outside the norm because she wants to come up with a way to kind of feed her guests without breaking the bank because... 
weddings are very expensive everybody knows it and especially now I think during COVID times as disappointed as people are that they can't have maybe hundreds of people at the wedding that they would like to yeah. they're probably secretly delighted that it probably won't cost them as much as it as they had originally anticipated but her decision was that she wants to feed her guests fast food so she wants to sell uh, to serve them pizza and like essentially like McDonald's oh my and God. a lot of people are kind of being like you can't expect people to come to your wedding and eat that like that's what they get like on the way home like the day after and she was like well do you know what I want my guests to be well fed I want them to be happy and I think that like you know the friends that I have are going to really really like this oh my God. how would you feel if you went to a wedding and saw that roll out because I think deep down I would be absolutely delighted I mean if I was going to a wedding and I saw it was like you know like a usual Friday Saturday wedding day one Friday <laughs> day two Saturday and I saw on the menu for day one is a pizza I'd be like oh my god oven pizza Fridays is coming alive <laughs> it's going to weddings you're going to take this show on the road yeah. <laughs> It's really taken off so much so people are like, that jazz keen, he influenced me to have open <laughs> pizza Friday at my own <laughs> wedding. Um, but honestly, pizza at a wedding is 10 out of 10. Um, I, I talk about it all the time because it was one of the best weddings I ever went to, but my best friend Sarah and Jody, shout out to them, they got married last February uh, before the pandemic hit and we got the nicest meal ever. I had chicken and it was so, so good. And then you know the way sometimes like in the middle of the night when the DJ is still going, actually shout out to Marty Guilfoyle, he was DJing. Oh yeah. And um, you know he gets starving because you're throwing shapes on the dance floor and I will never forget I cried happy tears one because in one corner of the room my two best friends were kissing because they just got married hours before and then the other corner of the room a massive trolley of pizza and chips rolled out and we were like oh Yes, we were so, so happy and so well fed. So 10 out of 10. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. One side of the room, the beautiful bride and groom were kissing because they're in love. Other side of the room, Laura Bracken <laughs> is kissing a slice of pepperoni because she's in love with it. It was yeah, beautiful scenes. I guess you could say I pulled. I pulled at that <laughs> wedding and it was a slice of pizza and I'm not afraid to do <laughs> But it is interesting that you mentioned weddings and the question that you asked me at the start of this, do I think about it? Because something happened to me today, which I was a little bit shocked and surprised prize about. I'll fill you in in 10 on spin. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. You were like, Jazz, have you ever have you thought about your wedding yet? Knowing the answer and I was like, well, no. Yeah, because essentially to be honest, like you're what, 24? It's probably not something that's on every 24-year-old's mind and that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I was just wondering just purely because I wanted to know would you would you serve your guests fast food at your wedding because it's a new trend where a lot of people just seem to want to do that and to be honest me, dream scenario everyone loves a good burger Yeah, but I so I haven't I, I haven't like thought about my wedding or how it's going to go down or anything and something happened today and I was like oh my god that's kind of weird so for context <laughs> uh, me and my girlfriend Claudia have been together for five years and like I, I, I would say that from the get-go we were like quite like realistic with each other like we like we we knew that we were like serious early on but at the same time we weren't being like oh my god they're gonna run off and get married and have like the kids and like we weren't oh, like that but we knew like so we romantic. we knew this is like a serious relationship or whatever but in saying that like neither of us and, and Claudia being the female in the relationship she'd never been like oh my god I can picture our wedding now like never like that never ever ever like that <laughs> not um, to you anyway maybe to her friends and her sisters perhaps yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe but then today I was on FaceTime to her and out of nowhere out of absolutely nowhere she goes so I've planned our wedding and I was like what? 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 and like it's, what? Weir it's weird because 
Um, Jazz, you didn't tell me you're engaged. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird because because it was so like random and because also she's never been like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I know we've been together <laughs> for years, but we're, we're still like 24 and 25. I was like, are you messing? We're still, we're still in like first day territory. I know it's yeah, been six years, still. but we're not, we're not serious, are we? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I've planned the wedding. I've made a Pinterest board and all this sort of crack. And I was like, oh my God. So she was showing me the, the Pinterest boards and I was like, Get me out of these plans! Like this is so <laughs> random. And seriously, she'd like the the oh the location pick, the color team, and everything. And the strangest thing about it, she's like, "We're going to get married in the south of France." And I was like, "Do I have any say in this?" To be honest, I don't want to be dealing with a load of French people. <laughs> like this is supposed to be the most you know amazing part of your life, and I I just. No disrespect, but I, I feel if we're going to be organising a wedding in the south of France, we're going to be dealing with stressed out French people. And I don't want that. <laughs> Jazz, you just, you don't care where you get married. The fact is you don't want to get married. You're just using the south of France as an excuse. I'm like, no, I'm not quite sure I want that location. I think you are a 24-year-old boy that doesn't know what he wants. But what about Although- the baguette for mademoiselle? <laughs> Do you know what? If Claudia doesn't want to marry you in the south of France, she can marry me. I'd be happily whisked away to the south of France. In fairness, the, the Pinterest boards were looking pretty cool. She has some good ideas for day two. So let's just say, I hope I'm invited. <laughs> Maybe it's not with me who she's planning the wedding with. I was like, I just hope I'm invited. It looks like a hell of a party. Yeah, I'd say it will be good crack. I hope I'm getting an invite. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Lockdown leaders. Follow the leader, 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 lockdown leader. Hey. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Nice, nice lockdown leader. Nice, voice, nice Jazz. voice. Lockdown leader, 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 follow the leader. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh yes, it is our final day of uh, Lockdown Leaders Challenge for this week and the challenge this week was 50,000 steps so whether that was 10,000 steps every day from Monday to Friday or just a big chunk of 50,000 steps at the end of the week no matter how you get them we want you to get 50,000 steps by this point in the week. Yeah, so if you're new to Lockdown Leaders, basically each week we set a new objective for us and you to do. It's something to put your mind into and focus and time and effort into just to keep us trucking along, plucking along until summer and that sort of crack. All good, good vibes, motivating. We also have a, a WhatsApp group full of lots of listeners who are sharing stories, doing pick updates mm. and all that sort of crack. And it is open. If you'd like to join the Lockdown Leaders WhatsApp group, give us a text or a WhatsApp 87 711 We'll add you in. And uh, yeah, the the 10K challenge this week. A lot of ups and downs this week, I feel. Well, personally. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would be on the ups and downs boat with you there, Jazz. It started off really, really positively. 10,000 steps. But it kind of, as you say, Jazz, swings and roundabouts. We, uh, We kind of, you know... Did, did great some days other yeah. days the watch didn't go on till nearly 5pm yeah. and knowing that we have to sit in a chair for three hours at 7pm yeah it was it was very uh, ups and downs yeah it was it was it was it was a challenging one to say the least yeah and then to to kind of cap off the week for us because you didn't think we, you thought we were kind of letting the side down all, all the listeners in the whatsapp group were sharing good pics and absolutely smashing the 10k every day which they were and, I... and the guys in the whatsapp group right now are been doing a great job so well done to Y'all, and I, I, yeah. you were, you said yesterday on the show last night that we, you thought we were letting the side down a little bit. 
Yeah, I've been really embarrassed. I don't think I've written into the group since like Wednesday or, or Tuesday. <laughs> like I've been pretty scarlet. But like to keep it juicy and to, you know, uh, make us have a little bit of a pep in our step, I set a, a challenge within a challenge for us last night. So Jazz, you and I, we, we set, right, we need to do 50,000 steps. But we were lacking. So I was like, no, there needs to be something at stake here because we need to be motivated. So I said, between us, right, we, we weren't close to 50,000 steps. But I said, if we... We have to get to 50,000 steps tomorrow and if one of us doesn't, if the loser doesn't, the loser has to buy the other person a takeaway. Now I'm interested to see how this has gone for us, Jazz, because you and I can be both uh, competitive and a little bit stubborn at the best of times. <laughs> so I feel like that knowing that there was a takeaway at stake, um, we may we may have been a bit more competitive than usual. Yeah, and we worked out the maths last night. We worked out that to reach 50k for both of us, you had to get an extra 27,000 steps between yesterday and today, and I had to get an extra 26,000. Yeah. So we were fairly on par. And then... I well you and I were texting earlier on this afternoon and you you just didn't believe what I was telling you and you've since been quite no. suspicious. Yeah, you sent me a photo and I am very very suspicious. I I think there's something fishy going on here. I think there's a little bit been a bit of cheating involved and I feel like you're trying to cheat me out of a takeaway that I deserve. <laughs> I have so, not yeah. I have not cheated. I assure you that. We're going to reveal all in a couple of minutes. To get a bit of inside scoop on what we're talking about right now, we've put an, a, a picture up on our Instagram story. Head over to the Spin Instagram and have a look. You'll get a bit of inside scoop. We'll tell you exactly Cheater. what we're talking about and we'll reveal all <laughs> about lockdown leaders and our challenge in five minutes. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Lockdown leaders. Follow the leader, 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 lockdown leader. Hey. Hey. All right, the final challenge, the final day of the challenge for this week's Lockdown Leaders has finally arrived. The challenge was 50,000 steps by this time right now. Jazz and I weren't doing too well during the week, so we decided to keep it spicy, spice things up. And between us, we had to challenge each other to reach the 50,000 steps. And if one person didn't do it, they would be crowned the loser and they would have to buy the other person a takeaway. So naturally, the stakes were high today, Jazz, and I'm very intrigued to see how you did because I think I'm more interested in your number than I am my number because you sent me a picture earlier on today. I thought you were just sitting on your arse watching Formula One. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't look like 26,000 steps. And then you sent me a screen grab of your Apple Watch that had clocked up 53,000 steps. <laughs> I call... You know what? I think you were cheating. <laughs> okay, and that's the picture we stuck up on the Instagram. You can go and have a look for yourself. My Apple Watch legitimately says 53,925,000 steps for t- for today alone because you're like, no way, that's the week total. Like, that isn't today. You know, I said, no, yeah. that's just today. You can't, for a quick glance like that on the Apple Watch, you can't see weekly total. I said, no, that's just today, I assure you. And I just said, what, like, I, I said, I got up at 6.30 this morning and it was a big start because that was sent at, like, half 12 in the afternoon today. Yeah, it was about you, half 12, yeah. And, and uh, I, then I got a text from you at half four being like, no way. And I'm <laughs> right saying, have you literally been thinking about that for the last four hours? <laughs> but do you know why it was suspicious? Because when you sent me a screenshot of your watch, it said 53,000 blah, 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 how many steps. But also, underneath that, it said... 0.40 kilometers traveled. So I was like, how have you done 53,000 steps and you haven't even done a mile? Yeah, well, I was trying, I was giving you lots of excuses. I've actually just sent the photo to you again, Laura. 
I want okay. you to like I want like it legit doesn't it legitimately say fifty three thousand nine hundred twenty five steps. Like I can't hack into my Apple Watch and clock up my steps for the day. Doesn't it say? Yeah, that's exactly what it says. Zoom in. Yeah. Hang on. Fifty three nine two five. Yeah. I'm zooming in. Legit. Why? Why do I have to zoom in? Just, I'm just asking you. Upon like zooming in and full inspection, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. Total stress. Why do I feel like I'm looking for something like a Where's Wally? What have you written in this? Why so, am I zooming? We put a poll. Am I being up, rickrolled? We put a poll up on Instagram saying, "Is this legit or is it a wind up?" Eighty-five percent of people said it's a wind up. I can confirm. Can you still not spot anything? Hang on, no. Activity, total stress. Just look at the number. 53. Just look at the number. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The 5, 3 and 9 are blurry. They're not real. The 5, 3, 9 are blurry. <laughs> you're on the right track, but you're wrong. Look at the 2, 5. Can you not see they're a different shade of white and a different font? Like, I literally just typed oh in 2, 5. Oh, my God. And put in a little um, comma for the 1,000 the, after the 5, 3. I just added in the 2, 5. And I honestly, I swear, I did that, like, spur the moment very quickly, thinking you'd cop it. And you're like, no way. So I just went along with the gag. <laughs> so, so, oh, my God. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, like, that's not even a good job of doctoring the image. So, no, that wasn't legit. But I can confirm that I did get out for a walk after that and I did I did not clock up 53,000 steps. But here it is. So let's do the big reveal. We're going to reveal how many steps we have in total for the week and therefore who wins and who loses this challenge. Laura, give us your number oh first. Oh my God. I can't believe you okay, didn't cop it. My, I'm such an idiot. Okay, are, so yeah. my total number of steps for the week. I have done... 50,138 no skin of my You literally yeah. just went until you hit 50k and then sat down. Jazz, I am in bits. <laughs> I had to do like 26,000 steps today. I'm absolutely wrecked. Well, oh, here we go. Is Laura B getting a spice bag? Well, Ooh. so you did 50,000 on the nose. Now, I didn't clock up 50,000 today. No, no, no. 50,138. Yeah, That's yeah, almost yeah. 150 extra. So, did I clock up all mine and hit 50k for the week? I can confirm. Oh. That I am also as stubborn as you. And for the week, I clocked up 33,439. Oh, yes! yes! <laughs> I'm getting a spice bag! I'm getting a spice bag! Yes! Well Get done, in! Laura. Well done. Your, your stubbornness have, has paid off. I can't believe you literally oh went until God. it hit 50k today. I, I went for I did go for a big walk today. I think I clocked up 9,000 today. So, um, so I'm sure like by the end of the day I'll get my 10k today. But certainly not 50k for the week. So credit where it's due. Well done, Laura Bracken. Oh my God! And now I'm literally not going to move now for the rest of the weekend. Jazz, you can just you can uh, you can just send that straight into my bank balance. Thank you very much. I shall enjoy a nice spicy spice bag. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you yes. just didn't spot the the very amateur text I'm such an idiot do you know what it was though Jazz I'm actually glad that you sent me that because I don't think I would have got out of bed today I was like no screw him I'm going to do it <laughs> oh my god me thinking I was gas actually lost me the challenge because you went out and you got your 10k you got your you walked 27,000 steps today in total I did 26,167 steps because oh I did more before bed last days. night I did like another thousand before bed last night so I'd give myself a head start today <laughs> <laughs>
We are joined by Dara Quilty. He is our rotating agony and tonight on the show he's here to answer your questions and give advice and answer shower thoughts, whatever it is. If you have something, 087-711-1038. Dara, are you ready to answer questions? And you were yeah, asking, you were saying, you were saying what even is a shower thought? The premise of an of a rotating agony ant. I just I think of a larger lady who's really pissed off, just like going around in circles. It's yeah, weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We that's, weird, that's the vibe we're going for, like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. A, a rotating agony. Advice. It's like oh god, Bertrand is coming this evening. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Let's get into it. Uh, Derek's on WhatsApp. He says, "Is it weird creating and releasing music when the world is in lockdown?" Oh, Derek, my dear darling Derek. Uh, I don't know where you're from. I don't know the, how you spell Derek because it's like Dara. There's many variations, but you're very important. No, it was amazing. I thought it was, for me personally, because uh, I'm not Brandon Flowers from The Killers and I don't have all that pressure. Uh, I was like, everybody needs stuff now because everyone's completed Netflix and Amazon Prime. So it's a great time to put stuff out. Don't you feel like you guys have hoovered up everything there is to watch and listen to? Yes, definitely. We've yeah, even listened to much. our own podcast from beginning to end <laughs> twice. Yeah. So that's the thing. So that's I, how you know I, things I, are I, bad. <laughs> I was kind of like, what can I do here? Like, what can, what can I do with this pause here? And uh, this record that I was sitting on, like it was done. So I went back at it in New York City where I live and lived live I still live there but I'm here in Ireland uh, I went back at it in New York and finished it there and was like alright let's put this into the world so it was great Derek it really was a big buzz I still Derek dear darling Derek when I open up my phone and look up Appella on Spotify and see it I go class yeah 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 yeah, very nice. This one is a moral dilemma from Jack on WhatsApp. I think he's more so trying to see how moral are you, Dara. I don't think you understand, you know. No morals. I have said, no morals. You're walk- oh, well, then this one is for you. He says, you're walking along the road and you find a wallet with load of cash in it. There's also yeah. an ID in it, but the person who owns it declines to be a guest on your podcast. Dara Quilty's different and you think they're mean. What do you do? <laughs> Okay, Jack, who doesn't exist because Laura Bracken definitely made up that question. Okay, Jack. <laughs> uh, I've been in a scenario similar to this, um, but not with the ID and, and the wallet. Um, have either of you guys ever been to New York City? It's on the east coast of the United States of America. Yes, briefly. I have. Are yeah. you familiar with the automatic uh, teller machine setup over there, the ATM situation? Uh, I went I didn't have any money when I went because it was after uh, a a summer in Vancouver so I had pennies yeah J1 Buzz not going to have any money yeah Um, for some reason the ATMs in New York are inside so each each bank on a little corner you've got to swipe your card open a door and then you go into like an ATM room and uh, pre-pandemic I I went in to uh, Chase Bank swipe your card you go in and this guy had walked out and the machine was going nip 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 and I was like what's going on and I walked up to the machine and I was trying to put my card into the machine and I was going nip 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 I was like what it's, shut up give me some money um, and in the US they give you 
your card back first before the money. So you take the money. Unlike here, we do it the opposite way because we're very intelligent Irish people. So this guy had taken his card and left $100 in the ATM. Now I'm standing at the ATM faced with with this dilemma where I'm like, class, $100. But if I I swipe my card in the door and there's probably security cameras in here and obviously... I'm so afraid to end up in a New York prison. <laughs> so I'm like, God, Christ, what do I do here? So I take the money, I run out, and it's pre-pandemic New York. That guy is gone. Like, that guy is gone. So then I'm standing there, and I have the money, and there's other people there, and they see me with the money. I've swiped my card. The bank knew who I am. The FBI are back in my apartment. They're waiting to lock me up and shit me back. <laughs> And I waited, and I waited 10, 15 minutes for him to, to come back, and I pocketed the money, and I said, I'm going to give this to a homeless person. And then, but I was trying to pick the, the correct homeless person, as if I was some sort of judger of homeless people. So I found a guy who was in a subway station, and, the, and New York has a big homeless problem, but I just, I didn't want to give the money to somebody who was just going to go off and buy illegal narcotics. Yeah. I was like, I want to get this money. So I met a guy who told me that uh, he had relapsed with, I think it was alcohol or whatever. But like, I, I sat and I chatted with him and I gave him all of the money. But I made him look me in the eye and promise that he wasn't going to give it to some some scallywag that's selling illegal things. Yeah. And he looked at me and he promised he was going to use the money to get some dinner and stay in a place. Because uh, I don't believe in karma. I don't believe in karma, but I do believe that's not my money. I have a job. I'm going to make money. So I don't want to take other people's money. And there was no number to call on the ATM. I There was nothing I could have done. Yeah, yeah. that's silly. Yeah, you, that's silly. You, you, put, say, you, did, you did the best of a bad situation. You say you don't have morals, but you sound pretty moral to me. No, you see, yeah, I don't because up. you do things like this and then you don't tell people you've done them. That's a good person. The person who goes on to radio across <laughs> Ireland and says, I gave a homeless man $100 that I found. Yeah. That guy yeah. has no morals. I suppose. And, and it was weird when you messaged us, you said, guys, can I come on the show? I want to tell this story. We're like, look, we don't think it's going to fit, but we're happy mm. to have you. We're like, okay, look, it's it needs to be told. Jazz, we, we said we wouldn't talk about the text message and we said, you told me, uh, but the agony and thing and I said uh, I have already pre-written <laughs> answers to all the questions yeah. and I said it's take two salpidine and listen to an hour of BB King and he said Dara salpidine they're a controlled drug and they're addictive you can't suggest that to people and the spin audience don't know who BB King BB King is so here we are talking about homeless people in New York <laughs> this guys. is very true oh. the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Dara are you ready for a couple more questions yeah, I am. Can I ask, Jazz, do you mind if I ask Laura a question? Yeah, go for it, by all means. Thanks, Jazz. Appreciate that. Laura, <laughs> how, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks, Dara. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. Uh, Jazz talks about the shower uh, an incredible amount. Uh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I mean, we, we, we this isn't half as bad. I mean, a couple of days okay. ago on the show, uh, we talked about uh, our sleeping habits and Jazz confessed to me that he sleeps in the nude, in the nip, and that oh, he doesn't change goodness. his bed sheets very often. And then, as we were finishing up our chat, he goes, we're going to have a great sleep tonight. <laughs> and I yeah. said, excuse me, that's how rumours start. Yeah. Mind He's your mouth, sir. I just was wondering, was there an odour or something in, in, in the studio? Just... <laughs> 
seems to be a problematic young know. man. Or, sorry. Anyway, Jazz, back to you. Go ahead. Yeah, well, just sometimes the, the best things come to you <laughs> in the shower and, you know, things Don't happen. Don't use those two words in the same sentence, Jazz. <laughs> Good Are, me. This is spin here. Come on. Time man. for questions. Uh, I think Nigel is on uh, WhatsApp uh, with the voice note, Dara. Hi, guys. <laughs> Nigel here. Yeah, I've got a question. So I moved here just over a year ago for some new work. And my missus, she was supposed to move here too. But obviously with things, things shut down and everything, you know, that's fine. Oh, I think he got cut off. I think, the, I think the end of it was... was my missus, that's primar, but go ahead. Was is, is it worth it? Is it worth having a long-distance relationship? This is an Australian guy. Yes. This is, yeah, this is a man Australian, Australian Nigel called, called Nigel. Nigel, yes. Yeah. You're so real. Uh yeah, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you got you gotta weigh you gotta weigh up your options here. Firstly, Australia. Where e- even is it? Where is Australia? It's how long I feel like if you're in Australia, it's still a twenty three hour flight to get to Australia. Uh there's no ozone layer. And the spiders are terrifying and they can kill, kill you. Don't mm. they have the Black Widow in Australia? Yeah. They do, yeah. I think pretty much anything in any kind of wildlife in Australia can kill you. So, yeah. And also, then, uh, Nigel, uh, you don't, uh, you, we're uh, immense crack in this country. Uh, literally. I, I honestly think Irish people are the best people I- in the world for, for the crack. And you don't have to put up with this. Go home, mate. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in Australia sounds like their nose is all bumped up, mate, all the time. Uh, that would drive me <laughs> mental, mate. And I always watch that Border Control show. Yes. Uh, the Australian oh. Border Control. And I'm like, why, why, why do these people, why are, you try, why, why are you trying to get into this country? What do they have here? Jeez, I sound like I hate Australia. I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to Australia? Uh, no, it's too far away. Don't even know where it is. Couldn't point it in the map. <laughs> so far away. Far I've heard of people land. going there and never coming back. Yeah. I don't even, I'm actually not 100% sure it's a real place. I, it is a possibility <laughs> that I am, in fact, uh, Truman. And that this is the Truman Show and you guys are actors. And that Australia is like a place where the other actors go to take their break. But I can never get there because of my fear of uh, the water or flying or some nonsense. I'm not lying when I say this. I have no idea what's going on right now. And that's okay. That's all right, Jazz. Nor do Australians. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would, I, would like, I would like a question from someone that's in Limerick City, if that's possible. I don't know if you can arrange that. I just, I love Limerick City. And there's a place there called Dolan's Warehouse that I've played in so many times. And it's one of my favorite things. I don't know if you guys can arrange such a thing on this show. All we can say is, is anyone uh, in Limerick right now with a question for Derek Wilty? 087-711-1038. Blind Boy. Can we get Blind Boy in with a question, please? I wish we could get Blind Boy in with a question. I absolutely love him. Uh, However... Don't know. He He could be on his walk by the Shannon... On the app, the spin app, go loud in the yep. app store and get it now. It's free. Uh, while we wait for Blind Boy to come on the show, we have one more <laughs> WhatsApp for you, Dara. Hey guys, Thomas here. Just wondering how many times is is too many to masturbate in a day? Because 
Me make his bloody red raw here, but I think I, could, I really need to do it one more time. Right. That's personal. Thomas, that's very, that's, uh, you know, very Zoo Crew 2010 content, Thomas, uh, there, you know. Get with the times. Appropriate uh, uh, content, I would uh, just advise you to uh, seek medical uh, advice uh, on that. <laughs> uh, the activity you're talking about is not something I've ever done. Uh, as a strict Catholic that that I am, uh, so you know, I, I think I think Thomas, uh, you, you need medical advice there. What do you think, Jazz? Yeah, you're, it, a, man, you're a man who likes a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not these long showers that I think Thomas likes. All I'm saying is, if if it if it's red, there's probably a problem. That's all I'll say. I'm just confused because I once said on the show that I enjoy a nice long shower and Jazz was looking at me funny and I didn't understand why and I still yes, don't hey, Laura, Jazz is I in don't want to 20s. understand why Jazz is in his early 20s Laura that's the problem there you know I'll just say I understand where Thomas mine, is coming from mine just goes to one place all the time he's a growing <laughs> boy Laura he's a growing boy <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to learn uh, hey Dara thanks so much for coming on the show answering a few questions uh, give us uh, all the details one more time for if anyone would like to buy the album from Appella I would appreciate that thanks very much especially if you're in Limerick please <laughs> so I would like uh, anyone if, if you can honestly to just whip out your phone and go to appella a-p-e-l-l-a music.com and that'll take you straight to the store you can pick up a CD or a vinyl actually you can pick up four CDs and use them as cool hipster <laughs> tea coasters because you're probably 17 and you don't have a CD player uh, they're very cool CDs because appellamusic.com all of the money is going directly to the Marie Keating Foundation who support women with cancer and it might not be a thing in your life and hopefully it never is. Uh, but unfortunately, over 3,000 women in Ireland every single year get a diagnosis of breast cancer and for each each single woman that gets diagnosed, it comes out of the blue. And the Marie Keating Foundation are astonishing so that's why I'm donating uh, all of the money over there. So it's appellamusic.com, Jazz and Laura, like I said, I would really appreciate it. Even just the one person listening, if you could just do it now, pre-order. Huge help. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing stuff. Dara Quilty, thank you so much for being our rotating agony aunt this week. We loved it. Thanks, guys. I love the show. Honestly, well done. Keep and, doing what you're doing. And to finish this off, we're going to play Point of View. So, Dara Quilty, Ooh. would you like to introduce your song on the show? Be my favourite thing to do. You you give me the you give me a three to one countdown, please. You got a three to one. Hi, this is Derek Wilty from Mapella, and this is Point of View on Spin, 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 Spin. From the moment that I met you, oh, there's Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. <laughs>